Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 9, episode 35, and there is still no football, but the gang are back in town again. Um, George, where are you? What are you doing? I am at home uh, recording a podcast with you. John, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my loft talking to you. And Nigel, last but not least, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Ding. I haven't got that one anymore. Yeah, well, I did ask him for the jingle, but oh, he hasn't God. sent me the jingle. Oh. Maybe next week. Uh, so, no football to discuss. Well, beyond the embarrassing uh, um, FIFA Terrible match woman. between um, Mikel Antonio and Session uh, at Spurs, um, he got mullered, didn't he? Did you watch it, George? No. No. Uh, as you know, we are not going to watch a FIFA match <laughs> on Twitch. I even watched it, but I got bored. Um, uh, well, Antonio, who's not known for his FIFA skills, um, uh, challenged anyone on Twitter for a match, and um, Session um, uh, took up the honor uh, or, or the challenge, and. Uh, Antonio got beat 2 0 and now has to make an apology and wear a Spurs shirt um, and publish it online. Well, I have got some good news, though, on that. Go on. Well, I, I'm desperate for football looking. So my football app, I loaded it up, um, live scores, and it brought up the international FIFA 20 Ultimate Quran tournament. And I don't know. This is eSports, yeah. So I imagine it's FIFA 20. And Leighton Orient got smashed 6-3 by Locomotive Moscow. Uh, Loads. But West Ham beat AFC Wimbledon 2-0. So unrealistic. Eh? How about that? (laughs) So I think, because it says it's a tournament, I'm guessing... We're through to the next round. We're through to the next round. I mean, there's teams all over the world in this. Is it our is it our FIFA player? Because the West Ham have a FIFA player, don't I they? I don't. I don't know. I mean, Mill will beat Ibs today, three um, 0 We've got an esports champion. I'm going to quickly try and find out his name. Because uh, Wikipedia, go on. Wikipedia. He's got Wikipedia, that screen already. Yeah, he's got that loaded up Wikipedia. He's got to change the page. Uh, oh yeah, it does say watch again. West Ham esports versus Wimbledon. Let's yeah. just have a look at the name of the person. Um, season ticket holder, esports player, and lifelong fan, Jamie uh, um, Rigdon. Jambo. Yeah, I'll, I'll His middle name is Jambo. Oh, good old Jambo. His middle name is Jambo. I think yeah. that's his nickname. Jamie, nickname. Jamie, Jamie Jambo Ridgeton. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, Dad. And I blame my mum for calling me Nigel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought Jambo was a middle name. I mean. 
Um, yeah, see, I feel sorry for him in the esports world because he's going to come up against, you know, Real Madrid and yeah, PSG, and he's got to play as West Ham. That's not fair, is it? We've we've also got Jago Gabriel for something. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the esports page now of West Ham and all the esports. We've got a big esports team, haven't we? I ain't I got a really one. Yeah, not I really know, bothered. Sure. It just made me chuckle on my Jazz Singh. Don't forget Jazz Singh. Jazz Singh is a is big in esports as Jazz well. Jazz Singh and is that him? No, no. no. Oh. He's a Sikh he's gentleman. Before you start making any jokes, Jazz Singh is a Sikh gentleman. All right. Who the thought? And he's a FIFA. He's a he's a FIFA professional. Oh, professional what a job. What a job, eh? There you go. Yeah, but we've got we've got quite a few esports people. But that's it's not an esports podcast. It, it is may a football as well be. There's podcast. nothing else. To talk about. <laughs> sure. Well, do you think they're contracted to the club, and do you think the club will continue yeah. to support yeah. them during these difficult times? Well, who knows? They are well. supported by the club, and they play. Uh, what what sponsorship they get, and whether that will continue, only we'll we'll the money then. Well, they they get sponsorship. I believe so. Yeah. So or we take a percentage of their winning. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. There's a lot of money in esports, to be fair. There is. I mean, you're looking at like the bigger tournaments, you win like a million dollars, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, playing um, Fortnite. Who knew that um, good? Um, what's the other one they play? <laughs> oh, my um, Lord. The football one with cars. What's that called? My son plays it. Rocket League. I don't know. Rocket League's big, real big. Anyway. Sort of connected to this, that I'm, I'm not going to mention it who it is, but but another podcast has challenged more than just a podcast to a FIFA competition, and I think they're trying to get other podcasts and forums involved. And we've put forward our own champion, well, the only one who can play FIFA, George. You're not going to let us down, are you, George? I'd like to think not. I'm I'm all right at FIFA actually. I've been playing it I've for probably, a long time. I've probably done Nigel and John a disservice just because I can't play FIFA. But John, are you any good at FIFA? Um, uh, no, not since George beat me when he was about 16 years old, I go for all the time. <laughs> 16? <laughs> 16, Dad, there's at least eight. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nigel? Were you a FIFA uh, man? I once took the Cook Islands to the World Cup final. And so I that's a no. won it with Wales. No, it was for FIFA. I was telling what my year, son the other day. 97. FIFA 98. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. good one, wasn't it? Ro- Road to the World Cup. <laughs> Road right to the World on. Cup. Sega Mega Drive. What's your platform of choice, Nigel? Which one have you got? Are you an Xbox One or a PS4, man? Um, well, I'm I'm looking at my sons now, and we've got an Xbox One, an Xbox 360, a PlayStation 4, a Nintendo Wii U, and wow. the GameCube. And a Nintendo oh, 64. GameCube was. Oh, we loved oh, it. I yeah. loved 64. GameCube, to be fair. And the 64 was. I liked, 64 I liked, was well I liked all the yeah. cartridge ones because I just loaded it quick that's, and if you went. That's me, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Myself and John, no one could beat us on Spectrum. On the <laughs> <Yeah. manager. laughs> I, I had the football manager. You know, you can download that as an app on your phone now. The actual game, that football well, from manager. from the Spectrum. Game. Yeah, the one that does we it still does it still go like? Well, you don't have to load it on a tape, do you? But, uh, <laughs> we used to load from a tape, John and I, and sometimes the tape would like go and we'd lose Football Manager after yeah. like playing it for seven hours, wouldn't we, John? Yeah, well, was... I had a thermal printer that would connect to the Spectrum. <laughs> and me and my used to print the league tables out, and we did a scrapbook <laughs> of uh, of our team. <laughs> yeah. It is funny that, that you can get the even the N64 games now. You can download as apps on your phone. Yeah. You used to think you get you used, Spectrum games. You used to probably. I mean, you used to play. Oh. You used to pay what? How much were they? They were thirty, forty quid, and then now they were thirty, forty quid then. And yeah, exactly. And now they're just down like four megabyte downloads on people's. The Mega Drive was the big step yeah. forward, wasn't it? I, I tell you what, I'm going to ask a little bit. Our, our resident champion, George. Mm. Uh, on PS4, if there's if there's one of the eight listeners that would like to challenge George, there's a little bit of a warm up before we play the other podcasts. Uh, I'm throwing out the challenge on his behalf. Go for it. Um, yeah, I'll, so, I'll have yeah. to give him a game because I'm not bad. The only problem oh, I have, more. no, hold up. The only problem <laughs> I have is I can't shoot for toffee, and what that means is is oh, I can oh, that's all right. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's I quite important in football. 
But then I keep kicking it over the bar. They had to keep the ball down. It's going right. to go well, Nigel, I think. Yeah, well. yeah. A bit like Antonio, really. Can't shoot for Toffee, but he's, the rest of his game is great. Good job he plays for the Hammers, then, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't put myself forward. All right, we, we could do that. We could have... Um, I could do the technology to maybe broadcast this on Switch. Shedman oh, versus... Not on Switch. Switch. On Twitch. 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 Uh, against George, and, and we can yeah, broadcast it live. I'm up to yeah. Good. Oh, anyway, bringing it back to the real world, obviously, since the last time we spoke, uh, only seemed a week ago, uh, the Premier League... It's literally it, a week ago. The Premier League have put back the season from the 3rd of April to the 20th of April, and they've basically said... They want to finish the season no matter what. They're worried about financial implications. They're worried about legal implications. Apparently, when they met last, the uh, broadcasters um, said that under the clause they could ask for all their money back. Um, John, I'm going to start with you. Week's a long time. Uh, Do you see any chance in restarting the Premier League on the 20th of April? Um. I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, they might well restart it, but it will be. Um, I think it will be with the loss of the. No, well, I think it'll be with the loss of next sort of season or something. We'll have to change into next season. I mean, they've they've said they could do it. Obviously, we've cancelled Euro twenty twenty, so you could potentially play it in June or July. They could Um, probably do it as a pre-season tournament. But I, I don't know. I mean, I can't see the way things are going. I can't see anything starting up in April. George, do you do you, do you think they're right to try and carry on no matter what, even if players are ill, playing behind closed doors? And one suggestion was it could be played at neutral grounds if if London was still a hot spot. Uh, well, yeah, I think it needs to be finished. We talked about this last week, and I had a great idea that I didn't really think through. Um, <laughs> which one was that? It still, it still, it still meant the league would get finished. I do think it's important to finish it. I think Euros, the Euros being cancelled or postponed, sorry, is a uh, opens up a window and gives the teams a bit of breathing space. And I could see the Premier League being played out in the summer, um, and then perhaps play straight into the next season and um, have a break in the winter. I mean, that they oh, it's not yeah. a break now. Granted, you know, people are people are still training and some some of the footballers are probably ill themselves um, yeah but they are having a break yeah. they are having a break now so you know you could argue that they could play through end of the season june july into the new season in august and then break yeah. in winter um yeah who can predict at the moment uh i hear some premier league chairman uh like the idea that we mentioned last week of um, not having any relegations this season, uh, relegate no relegations, promoting the top two from the championships, having no championship um, playoffs next year, relegating four, but only bringing up two again, no championship playoffs. Um, but I'm told, I, I just just hear it, you know, these oh, things. what, from Premier League uh, chairman? Yeah, I just keep me ears to the ground. Oh, right. And, um, <laughs> Uh, not any particular, just like to say, no, no particular Premier League chairman. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, just, just all loads of Premier no. League chairman took to me. To you. Um, yeah. and, and, but I understand the broadcasters would see very dimly of that. They want competitive games when it returns that, that you know, mean something rather than nothing at all, you know. Um, my last question I'm going to ask Nigel now, and that's about players' wages. Some people have s- Germany, um, and I can't remember the team, or Russia, is, is it, uh, have, have foregone their, their wages during this crisis to save the football club. Oh, uh, is, back. That's it. Um, th- there's suggestions that maybe what, Premier League... What are they called, Sean? Munchen Gladbach. Oh, that's actually quite good. Um, a German swang now. He'd be wouldn't yeah. bad. Um, there's a suggestion that maybe... Premier League players should do the same. And actually, Simon Jordan, a uh, friend of, obviously, our chairman and West Ham, went a bit further yesterday to say 
that Premier League players should give up at least 20% of their wages and that should go to a fighting fund to save uh, lower league clubs that, that are threatened with administration. Nigel, wh- where do you stand on this whole Premier League wages, either cutting it to save the clubs or, or maybe to a fighting fund to save the lower leagues? Um, I think the players should do whatever it takes. I, I, I think the lower league thing is a good idea. I'm not sure Simon Jordan would class himself as a friend of the owners. Uh, or, or not after what I read in his book anyway. Um, mm. But something has to be done to save the non-league clubs. Where they stand in the business side, I'm not sure, because obviously the government have come out and said no business will suffer yeah, long-term, that there's things that can be done. So whether non-league clubs would be classed as businesses... And we'll I'm get... not sure that they're saying no business should suffer because they can't guarantee what they've said is... No, but they're going to step in and help. What, they're they're no, going to help. Yeah. So therefore, is it that the help is there for non-league clubs? Remember, though, mm. th- this is not free money. It has to be paid back. Even yeah. the money. I'm, I'm sure there are grants available. Yeah. Um. Because they're a business at the end of the day. Well, I'm look, sure. I'm not sure the 80 percent uh, of wages furloughed players would really, you know, since I it's saw limited a to two thousand pounds. Apparently, month. the EFL bank accounts holding seventy odd million pound in stock. I think it was from Kieran Maguire, and as, as I said, perhaps they're saving it for a rainy day. Except they haven't noticed it's pissing down outside. Mm. Um. So. I'd imagine Talking to the- Kieran Maguire, he's released his whole spreadsheet that's taken him like 10 years to put together with a treasure trove of information of oh, every club. That, oh, oh, it was like a oh. wet dream. Was it? I yeah. Use, yeah. A football finance wet dream. Dear, oh dear. What a lovely uh, image. Gives you another word. Yeah. <laughs> spreadsheet, Sean, I suppose, really. But... Yeah. um a bit different to what we all would imagine. Um, the, I think. The so yes or no? Should they yeah, should no, they voluntary give up their money? Well, should it go to the clubs or the lower clubs? Should I mean West Ham pay out? What I was told is they pay out nearly three with with NI and everything else three million pound a week, and almost no revenue is coming in. There is no TV money coming. There is no uh, club, obviously, no ticket revenue. There is zilch coming in, but we're paying out three million pounds every single week, as many other businesses are. Yeah, can that, and, and can that's that, what I'm you, saying is that therefore, and you can't by law, by the way, you can't make football players redundant. In in other places, you could just make them redundant, but by law, no, but you're not allowed. The to government make... said that they want people redundant. Technically, yeah, the government will step in and give each footballer. Yeah, two thousand four hundred pounds. Two thousand. Well, up a minute. Furlough football players. <laughs> We've got to survive on it. Yeah. Yeah. So why can't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they'd be better off because so, I'm sure they've got plenty more in the bank as well. If, and that's what I'm saying. It's easy when someone's banking hundred and you know obviously tax system. So if he's on like say you're on hundred grand a week. You're probably banking fifty grand a week. Yeah, 50 grand a week. So in one year, you've earned more than somebody, the average man in this country will earn in his lifetime in one year. And they're getting 10 to 15 years crack out of it. You know, if they haven't saved money for a rainy day, tough shit in my book, to be fair, for a Premier League footballer, because they should have done. So hopefully they have. And I think money should be filtered from football downwards the problem with the premier league is we all know is that they run to a tight balance sheet so madly a club like west ham probably can't afford mm. throw you know well look i've got a breaking it's not quite an exclusive but it's an exclusive that's just broken on Clarence hugh so the pfa and the premier league are in talks for a 50 percent pay cut for players so the union which is a pfa uh talks already ongoing well, for, as, for lo- as long as Gordon Taylor takes a 50%, 50% yeah. pay cut as well, Mr. Two yeah. million a year, I'm going to resign. Is he still there? Yeah, a year he later. He is, yeah. No, yeah. no investigation has taken place into mismanagement under his watch. He's not resigned, even though he said a year ago he was going. He's banked another, the highest paid uh, union official 
in the world, I believe. Not just in this country. Yeah, he is. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, after my suggestion, I have run a Clarence Hugh poll to do the Paul's panel. I haven't quite got the results, but I will be publishing it soon. So I've done our own Paul's panel, but it looks like West Ham are safe, even with a, the West Ham Clarence Hugh Paul's panel. Um, there's not much news out there. So we're having to do a poll, two or three polls every day, as well as play some of your old uh, videos that you yeah, put on your YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, I've noticed you've been waiting that. Sorry, the quiz, yeah. So uh, that's a great segue. Um, we did have a quiz. Did anyone else see the, the quiz that Nigel um, penned for us? No, I didn't, no. but I'm fully prepared for the one we're about to do. Yeah, so so uh, Nigel did a um, a really – these are, this is stuff you couldn't look up on YouTube uh, or, or Google, rather. Um, and it was it was quite difficult. But I understand, since we haven't got any football to talk about, Nigel, you've got a quiz for us, use, use lot, yeah, um, yeah tonight. Yeah. So take it away. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to use it, by the way. No, that's why I was singing it, yeah? You just yeah. cut in there. We wouldn't be allowed um, to use it anyway. Would we not? Yeah. No. What, not even my, me singing it out of tune? Yeah, you could sing it, yeah. Dun. Sing the future. Oh, David Otsuki's ringing me. He can piss off. Oh. <laughs> Why? Probably wants to try and get on to the uh, oh, love you, Dave. Big shout out to Dave. The, yeah, yeah, you probably want to get on the Do podcast. But, uh, oh, don't. Oh, he's no, don't, don't answer it. Don't, don't answer, answer it. Anyway, uh, I'll reverse the charges later. Um, okay. So, listeners, before the show started recording, I gave each member of the podcast crew uh, free names for them to choose from and to answer questions about. They have supplied me with those names. Uh, first up, 10 questions to Mr. Sean Whetstone. On oh, Mr. why do I go first? Oh, God. Well, it doesn't matter, does Someone's it? Someone's got a good question. Go on, then. Go on. It puts me a bit under fair. pressure. I don't trust oh, you looking up. Why is that? Oh, because you haven't got the, got yeah, the page up yet. Go on. Just go for it. Stalling. Look, I'm, he's I'm rubbish at trivia. Tony Cotty. Right. How many go times on. did Tony Cotty play for England? Six, seven, or eight? Uh, seven. All right. Question two. In what year was Tony born? 64, 65, or 66? Should we not give the answers as 65. we go? 65. No, I'll do it at the end. All right. uh, as long as I remember the questions. I'm writing it down, don't worry. In what year did Tony win the PFA Young Player of the Year Award? Oh, God. 1986, I'll take a guess. What is Tony's nickname? Question four. TC. Question five. Can you name the Malaysian side that Tony played for during his career? Jesus wept. No, it wasn't. Singalore, something like that. Singalore? Singalore. Well, I can't spell, so you might get that right. <laughs> uh, eight, uh, question six. When Tony signed for Everton in 1988, how much was it for? I'll, take, I'll give you a 5% swing either way. 5%. Yeah. So well, how much, how much he signed for? Yeah. 2.2 2 million. So well, I think you got that right. Um, of course he has. He's got Wikipedia. Wikipedia's great, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Of course. 87. Of course Tony I have made his West Ham debut in 1983. Who was it against? Um, Tottenham Hotspur. That was an easy one. Uh, who did Tony make his England debut against? Oh, now you're asking. Quick scroll down, Sean. International career. Come on. Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you cheat, you don't fucking do ya. All right. <laughs> Question <laughs> nine. Cheated. How many goals did Tony score in his first season at Upton Park during the 82-83 season? Oh, 82-83. I've got no... Five goals. I don't five. know. And last Question. Which other London side has Tony played for, making two appearances? Millwall. 
I think he done quite well there. All right. Okay. Um, next up. Is oh, Mr. we don't get to know till the end. No, yeah. <laughs> next up is Mr. Uh, George Booty. Oh. Uh, George chose, got modern. He got modern. And he chose uh, Marlene Harewood. Marlene. You ready? I'm ready. So. Which club, question one, which club did we sign Marlon for? From? Yeah, sorry, from which club did West Ham sign Marlon? Uh, Nottingham Forest, I think. Uh, question two. Marlon made his West Ham debut in 2003, but who was it against? Uh, Wimbledon. Question three. Uh, what was the score in that match? Give me a guess. <laughs> Wow. Uh, well, we, we we don't beat Wimbledon anymore no. and never have done. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Okay. 65. In what year? Oh, sorry. Question was five. In what year was Marlon born? 75, 77 or 79? Uh, 79. Right. In 2004, Marlon scored two goals in a 4-2 win. Against who? In March 2004. Should be specific, really. March 2004. What question are you on to now? Number six. Sorry. Question six. Uh, Oh, I think I know this. Is it crew? Crew? I don't know. Uh, The reason why I'm not giving the answers is is I've got to look them up at the back of the book. Uh, Question (laughs) I don't know the answer. George, have you got Wikipedia up? Yeah. Uh, Against which Midlands club did Marlon score in a 1-1 draw in December 2003? Question seven. Midlands 2003. 2003 in the championship, weren't we? Yeah. uh, Midlands. Walsall. Guess. Well, championship, I suppose. Uh, In question eight. Question number eight. In March 2004, against which London club did Marlon score a penalty? Uh, 2004, well, that championship again then. London Um, against London. Yeah, Millwall. Question nine, against which Essex side did Marlon score two goals in a 2-0 League Cup win in August 2004. Against which Essex side? Uh, Essex, Southend. Mr. Geography. Uh, Last question. Against which Midlands side did Marlon score a Premier League hat-trick in September? Villa. Yeah. Remember that game. That's only nine questions, I think. No, that's ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four. Question five. Yeah. Oh, no. That's all. Hold on. Oh, did I miss that one? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. To which club did Marlon go on loan during the season 98-99? No clues with that, no? No. It was while um, at Forest, wasn't it? So, uh, Ipswich. Ipswich. Oh, that's why I'm down. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Last, but definitely not least, <laughs> is. Let's uh, find this. I got a surprise one for you at the end, Nigel. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to ask you ten questions. Well, I gave uh, I gave Mister uh, Bucci uh, Senior a choice of uh, I believe Devonshire. Um, I can't remember. What I gave I gave you Devonshire Ian Dix, and you chose Julian Dix. I did. I believe yes. Only because he sort of like really sticks yeah. in my brain, right. and I'm not very good at. Remembering stuff. You got you got dicks on the brain, Dad. I have got dicks <laughs> on the brain. <laughs> You've been hanging around with Sean too long. Yeah. Oh dear. You walked into that one, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. In which year was Julian born? 67, 68 or 69? 
Uh, well, he's similar to, I think I was a little bit, yeah, older than it says 68, I think. Question two. Uh, where did West Ham sign Julian from the first time? Birmingham. Birmingham City. Uh, question three. How many England under-21 caps did Julian win? Oh. Uh, Stab in the dark. Not many, I don't think. Uh, sort of three or four. Is, um, four. Say four. Uh Julian made his Amers debut in 1988 in a 2-0 defeat against who? So, who did we play when in his first game? 1988. 88. First um, I think I'm... Is it Chelsea? Someone like that? Oh, yeah, we did play them. Uh, what was Julian's nickname at West Ham? Question five. The Terminator. Yeah, so easy. Six, uh, <laughs> question six. Which manager signed Julian for West Ham first spell? Uh, again, quite easy. John Lyle. Yeah. I get so Andrew easy. Army. Question seven. It's a bit harder. How many times did Julian win Amory of the Year? Two, three, or four? Oh, he was very popular. I'm surprised it wasn't any more than that. I'd say four. Four. Yeah. Well, I think only one... One player has ever won it more than that, actually, um, which was Trevor Brooking. Uh, which mm. team did West Ham play in Julian's benefit match, testimonials, I called it, in 2000? Did we go to that? I think we went to that, Sean. Did we go to that? We did, yeah. Yeah, Athletic Bilbao. That's it. That's a bit of a random team. Why is it, why is it then? I think just, yeah, it's just where yeah. we were. Is that, is, is that all 10 questions? <laughs> no, question nine. When Julian moved to Liverpool from West Ham, which two other players moved from Liverpool to West Ham? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember this. Um, yeah. Mike Marsh and uh, David Burrows. Yeah. And uh, question 10. In 1993, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Julian was playing for Liverpool and was the last person to score in front of the standing cop. So, who was the game against? I think he scored a penalty, if that helps you. So, what year was it? Play 1993. It was the last game in front of the cop. Right, let me think of that league. No other clues, no, no score line. Uh, no, it was the first season in the Premier League. I thought it weren't West Ham. Does that help? Uh, I know someone like I know Ipswich, someone like that, Ipswich Town. Okay, Ipswich Town. Okay. You could just copy in my guesses. <laughs> right, okay. Right. And, right, and we'll do the answers at the end of the show. 
Okay, are you ready for your 10 questions on Bobby Moore? Are you going to write it down, are you? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. Question one. Yeah. When is Bobby Moore's birthday? He was born in 1941. Is it May 18th, March the 22nd, or April the 12th? Uh, when was he born? 1940 what? 41. 41. Not that's going to help you. No, I'll no, tell you why. Because if it was 1940, the Blitz didn't start until September. So um, he would have been born later. But I'll go for um, May. May? Okay. Yeah. Right. Second question. Yeah. How old was Bobby Moore when he joined West Ham? What, on the grand staff or as a professional? As uh, I'll give you the three choices. 12, yeah. 18 or 15? 15. 15. Question three. Yeah. Um. Who did Bobby Moore make his West Ham debut against in 1958? Okay. Question four. Bobby Moore's first West Ham goal came in a League Cup in 1960 against who? Oh, bloody hell. I don't know that. Um, I'll go Swindon Tan. Okay. Next. Question five. In which year was Bobby Moore named West Ham captain? 1961. Okay, question six. God, we're, how we're many really West Ham for content this week, aren't we? How many West Ham appearances did Bobby Moore make in his career? Um, what league appearances or in total? Well, no, overall West Ham appearances. Oh bloody hell! I think he made 544, but I think that was league appearance. Not sure. What he Don't did. think something like that should have a multiple choice yeah. answer to. Well, I have got a multiple choice. I'm just trying to make it deliberately right. difficult I, for. I, I, uh, it's one of them 544. One of them is 542, and one of them is 582. The other one's 642. Well, Bonzo did 799. I'll, I'll go for if it's including cup games. I'll go for the 600 yeah. one then. Okay, question seven. Question seven. Um, question seven. Uh, West Ham uh, retired the, ni- the number six shirt in honour of Bobby Moore in 2008. Who was the last Villarreal. player to wear that oh, number? Matt Upson against Villarreal. Well, I didn't ask who it was against. Oh. Number eight. Bobby Moore. <laughs> <laughs> damn bonus point. You don't, you don't get a bonus <laughs> point. Uh, Bobby Moore's Testimonial 1970 was played against which side? Celtic. Draw Friel. Again, I didn't ask. I know. Uh, number nine. Um, oh, yeah. uh, which individual wards did Bobby Moore win in 1966? Individual. What individual award? BBC's personality of the year. And finally, number 10, Bobby Moore's final West Ham appearance came in 1973. Yeah. In which competition? Was it a league game, the FA Cup, or the, or the League Cup? Uh, I believe it was the FA Cup. His last game for West Ham was in a reserve game against Plymouth Argyle at the bowling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, You're all right. 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 Yeah. Fine. Fine. <laughs> right. I have your answers. <laughs> all right. So, do you want me to give yours first, or do you want to give ours first? Uh, no. Go on. Give mine first, because I've got to look. I've got to dig yours out. Go on. So um, you've done quite well. You scored seven. Seven. So first question. You said he was born on uh you said he was born in may he was actually yeah. born in april the 12th oh, by right. the way yeah. right second one he did join when he was 15 so you got that one right yeah. number three um he did make his debut against manchester united number four um first west ham goal came against in 1960 against which opponent it was charlton athletic oh yeah i didn't know that uh number five you got wrong you said which year did be, he become captain uh, it was 1962. You said 1961. He did make 642 appearances. It was Matty Upson who had the number six shirt. It was Celtic. It was BBC Personality of the Year, and it was the FA Cup. So 
there you go. Seven out of ten, Nigel. <laughs> That's very good. Could do better. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it was off the cuff, wasn't it? I didn't have a chance to uh, to Google it like you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll just, I'll just... Do you want me to do your answer, Sean? Or shall I, yeah, I'll, go on. Shall I do yeah, yours last? Shall on. I do, save you for last, Sean? I don't know. Whatever you want. Uh, well, let's do yours first, because I'm curious. So... Tony Cotty, yeah? How many times did Tony play for England? You said seven, yeah? Yeah. The answer was seven. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Such a cheat. Yeah. In what year was Tony born? Yeah. You said yeah. 1965. I did, yeah. <laughs> Tony, funny enough, was born in 1965. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Uh Question three was, in what year did Tony win PFA Young Player of the Year Award? Sean Plumpton, yeah. 1986. He was very close. Yeah. Because it was 1986. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Uh, your nickname, everybody knew it was TC. The Malaysian yeah. side that Tony played for during his career. Now, you struggled here. You called yeah. it uh, Sangalore, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The typical of you to mispronounce what was spelled out probably in front of you because yeah. it was yeah. Selangor. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it yeah. was at that point. I knew he was cheating. <laughs> so that is wrong. Then because uh, yeah, you pronounced on. it wrong. Uh, so you said he was signed for two point two million. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. I thought he was, but it was actually yeah. two point oh five million. Oh, you're an idiot, Sean. So that's well, another one. Are you saying one. Wikipedia's got it wrong? I'm saying that, that it is wrong, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, in uh, question seven, everybody knew that he made his debut against Tottenham. Uh, I mean, who did Tony... Question eight was, who did Tony make his England debut against? And strangely enough, Sean... Sweden. You picked out Sweden. And yeah, Tony Cotty made his England. He came on as a sub, did he, Sean? I'm sure Wikipedia... He was a substitute, yeah. Yeah, against He went on to win seven caps, including starting against Scotland uh, in the Roos Cup. Roos Cup, you idiot. Roos Cup. Roos Cup, yeah. How many uh, goals did he get in his first season? 82, 83. Bearing in mind, he scored on his debut, so there was one now. Yeah. You plumped yeah. this strange figure of five. I did, yeah. Yeah, madly enough. Not that we're surprised. He did indeed score five. <laughs> there you go. To finish it up, the London side that Tony played for, making two appearances, you plumped from Millwall. And the answer was Millwall. Oh, amazing. So being harsh, I'll give you yeah. eight out of ten, you cheating little You are good, Sean. Very good. It, it should have been ten, really, because my mispronunciation is I, I did obviously read it out wrong from Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the only the one information. Well, you know, I had to I had to do the T C one myself. That wasn't actually in Wikipedia. Oh, well done. Hmm. Uh, I did know a lot of them. You, oh, did you? Well, you didn't, Sean. As if you wow. knew Tony, Tony Cotty made his England debut against Sweden. <laughs> oh, right, maybe not five, five goals <laughs> in his first season. I knew a lot of them. I didn't know a lot of them. Right. So, yeah. next up, uh, Johnny with Julian Dix, yeah? Yeah. So, the question was, when was he born? Uh, you was correct in 1968. He's just a year younger than you. Uh, the next question was, who did we sign him from? Obviously, it was Bristol City. Everybody knew that. Um, the next question was, oh, I've just lost my finger off the page, Julian Dick. So the next question was, how many did England under 21 caps? You took a lucky stab at four, and uh, you struck gold there with four. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, probably reading Wikipedia. I don't think that's on Wikipedia. 
Um, oh, I, I can't operate all more than one thing at a time, Sean. On the <laughs> that's true. That's maybe. true. debut in 88 against who? We lost 2-0. You plumped for Chelsea. The answer was indeed Chelsea. It was a London derby. Well done. You picked up on that. Uh, question number five. What was his nickname? We all know that. A Terminator. Terminator. Six was who signed him. John Lyle. We all knew yeah. that. How many times did he win Amory of the Year? Two, three or four. I think we all knew it was four anyway. Bill Bow, you was at the game. You've got to have that. Martian Burrows, it was well known. And then who did he score for Liverpool against in front of the cop, the last goal? Uh, you plumped for Ipswich Town. And the answer was Ipswich Town. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Johnny Bucci. He's done 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. Oh, oh, I don't. Oh, I <laughs> All right. So, come on, John. Last up, up is last up is uh, George. Did Marlon? Yeah. Let's yeah. just find the questions because these are all questions in the West End quiz book. By the way, people. Um, John. So, right here we go. I've got your mind interrupting. Right. From which club did we sign Marlon? Well known. It's Nottingham Forest. Yeah. There you go. He made his Amers debut in 2003. We all remember that game against Ipswich. Um, uh, sorry, against Wimbledon. Uh, well done. That's right. Uh, question three, following on, what was the score in that match? Uh, you said one all. Yeah. yeah, and the answer was indeed. Um, Get in there. One. Was it really? Oh, yeah. come on. We've got to <laughs> Right. Don't tar <laughs> others with the same brush as you. Yeah? So there you go. It, it was While at Forest, he was sent on loan to a football club, 98-99 uh, season. You took a stab in the dark at Ipswich Town. I did, and then John copied me. Yeah, well, it was Ipswich Town, funny enough. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> oh, my glasses fell off. Oh, come on. Right, next up... <laughs> Five. That's brilliant. Uh, when was Marlon born? If in doubt, just say it to nine. We all know that, don't we? Uh, question six. Who did he score two goals against in a 4-2 win? Well, we only beat one team in 4-2 that season, and it was Crew. Well done. Uh, question seven. The Clue was in the Midlands club that was in the championship. He scored in a one or draw. You plump or Walsall. They were the only Midlands club, I think, in the league that year. Uh, well, you could have had West Brom, but you went right for Walsall. Get in there. Uh, you, uh, the March 2004, which London club did London club be an operative in the championship against the London club? Did he score a penalty against? We all remember the game against Millwall. Um, Essex side was the clue. If a question nine, he's got two goals. Of course, obviously, it was South End. There weren't no other Essex clubs in the league that year. And uh, the Midlands game, we all remember his three goals, his hat trick, 2005. My life, one, two, three, four, five. I've done it. Six, I've seven, done eight, it. Nine, ten. George Bucci, yes. ten out of ten on his favourite. Oh record. come on, the little boy. Ten yes, out of ten. There. Well done. There Sean, you go. You're Bucci. rubbish at this game. Unstoppable. How about but that? I technically got ten as well because I, yeah, but I you just cheated. And we know you cheated. Well, I don't think the Cheats other two told the truth. Oh, if, if be honest. Well, if the I think the other two used Wikipedia or something else as well. All right, I'll ask you. Tell me the truth, yeah? Sean, did you use Wikipedia? Yes, I did. Right. John Bucci, tell the truth. Don't lie now. We want the truth. Did you use Wikipedia? I swear on my life I didn't. No. Right. Uh, George, did you use Wikipedia? No, not didn't touch it. Right, so on my life go. as well. Did you send the answers to them on a separate WhatsApp chat then? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you are using the word Wikipedia. I feel I'm being set up here. <laughs> Why would you think I'm being so that low? Why do you, you think, think I'm going to exactly go? Kind of, that's the kind of thing you would do because you know I'm competitive <laughs> in these things and you'd be sending the results to the other two so they you'd set up a little WhatsApp group and sending the answer to them before they answered. That's is Yes or no? I'm asking you. Tell the truth now. Did you do that, 
Nigel. <laughs> uh, it's been planned the whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh dear. Very funny. Anyway, um, I think we've, that's enough on that. Uh, <laughs> it's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Well, you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel banal questions for him to read back in a monotone voice or something funny. <laughs> and no answers are given. <laughs> and no answers are given whatsoever. Well, actually, because what we did tonight, I did, we're still going, folks, recording tonight. What would you like us to talk about even now or later weeks? And I said, thanks for your support through the season. Yeah, so I was polite this week. Yeah, so the Maid Mary and up. No silly voices this week. I can't be bothered, to be fair. Oh, boy, because it's not a silly voice. That's his real voice. He's got a question for George. Uh, did you watch, I don't know what this is, XFL? And if so, what team were you supporting? And did you think it was a good thing? I didn't watch it. Um, I did know about it, though. It's uh, American Football League, which is run by the same bloke who runs the WWE, I think. Oh, right. um, but I didn't watch it, no. Oh, Sorry. Right. So you didn't root for a team. He's got a question for me. What do I think of Morris's new album, uh, Dog on a Chain, I believe? Uh, I've not listened to it yet. It's a bit scandalous. But I'm waiting for when I go into uh, isolation uh, at some point uh, so I can sit and chill out. I've got a question for you, John. Do you think West Ham should be giving guidelines regarding season ticket prices for next season, bearing in mind the season will finish late and some may struggle to have cash available now? I do. I think it would make... I think they should also offer interest-free credit. Yep. That would be a good thing to do, wouldn't it? And a question for Sean, because he didn't want to leave you out, Sean. Betty or Wilma? Uh, Betty. Oh. Ooh, Betty. Mm, Betty. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, no, it's Wilma, isn't it? I forgot which one's which. Oh. No, definitely Well, well Barney Rubble was married to Betty, and... Um, oh, no, it's Wilma, then. It's Wilma. It's Wilma, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, Fred Flintstone's wife, was Wilma. Yeah. Wilma! Yeah. Wilma! Well, next up is uh, Evening Pips. It's a Belinda Uh, Cat, as we call her. Yeah, well, you call her anything because it's never right. Uh, She says, my family have a tradition of supporting West Ham. My great-grandfather, Zorba, and various great-uncles like Stavros and Mykonos, uh, she thinks were the first supporters in the family. How long has supporting West Ham been a family tradition? Boochies, how long has West Ham been a family tradition? As far as me, oh, I support West Ham because Sean dragged me up there as a child. Right, Sean bores to death with your story. So, so my my um, there's no story. My my grandmother was a Cockney, um, uh, um, born in the sound of boat bells. But that's not why I'm a hammer. No, my the hotel. Story. My gr- yeah, my grandfather and grandmother went on holiday, I think the story's in Kent, and they were staying in a um, a hotel where the West Ham team was staying. And in those days, they just got to know the West Ham team. And through that, um, my grandfather and grandmother became West Ham fans, and and then my father became a West Ham fan, and I became a West Ham fan, and my children became West Ham fans. Did you say Kent? I think it was Kent, yeah. Well, I swear before you said it was Torquay. Well, it could have been talky. Why would you? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Going on holiday to Kent on the hotel. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it is talky. You're absolutely right. You know the story better than me. That's right. It is talky. Yeah. yeah it's uh, talky, not Kent. Quickly, she says, how many lower league clubs do we think we will lose during this time? Hopefully Quite none. You, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think we'll right, Tell me the story. You didn't answer the story how you became, how far back it goes for you. Well, look, I was born in the area, wasn't it? So um, I've traced my family back in the area long before West Ham was around. So, But that's not the question. We're not doing genealogy. It's not genealogy. Obviously, isn't it? So my great-granddad's born in West Ham. His dad before him was born in West Ham. Did he go to West Ham? That doesn't... Yeah, my great-granddad went to the 1923 Cup final. 
Okay. There right. was a rosette. I remember as a little kid being shown the rosette. Um, All right, you win. So, well, I'm sorry about it. I weren't top trumps. You was the one that said it. <laughs> <laughs> I weren't going to play the top, was top trumps. You know, but there you go. I played it. I knew I'd win. Uh, Davy Jones, he's got a really good question. He says, even in all, Ziggy Stardust, of course, to us. Uh, he hopes we're all safe. Uh, Sean's all right now. He's, he's, you know, he's our buffer zone or whatever you call it. I'm, I'm back at work while everybody else is yeah. going. Yeah, You're part of the yeah. herd now, so you've had it. I hope I am, yeah. Uh, if you couldn't be a West Ham fan, which club would you support and why? And he's gone, for the record, his would be Rafe Rovers, as he always liked to look for their result on grandstand when he was a kid, and he still looks for their score now. Ask John first. No, no West Ham. Who would you support? Probably Chelsea. Everyone else around here is Chelsea. Mm. So I would have thought I'd ended up there. All right. George, yeah. you get Chelsea as well, because frankly, you'd have gone where your dad went. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, you did. And I regret it. it every day. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for it. <laughs> yeah, well. You get to blame Sean because it passes up the line. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Sean. Uh, probably Wimbledon. Wimbledon, right. Yeah. I, I work in Wimbledon. Yeah. Wimbledon is close, probably the Rose closest Park. club yeah. to where I live as well. So probably Wimbledon. Right, okay. Two teams for me. As a kid, uh, because of all the fighting at West Ham, and my uncle weren't around for certain periods, um, my mum worked with a man who used to go over late and Orient. So I, I used to go over late and Orient with him. Um, back in the mid-70s. So, um, Leighton Orient is my second team. And then it would probably be Liverpool as well because as a little kid growing up, they were the only team on telly for Europe. So, um, I, I grew up with the team of Keegan, Toshak, Tommy Smith, Thompson, Phil Neal. So, you were a boyhood Liverpool fan then? No, always West Ham. But obviously, as a kid, I watched, I loved watching football. So, I'd watch any football. So, but obviously, because... So, you're a Liverpool fan and then you changed to become a West Ham fan? No, I was never a Liverpool fan. I was always West Ham fan. Came from a West Ham family, as I approved. So, but if West Ham didn't exist, then obviously, I would have been influenced by TV, wouldn't I? Yeah. But thanks for that good question, Dave. Uh, Ian Gravitt says he, 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 he's thanking us for carrying on like this. Not sure you will after this show, but anyway, uh, Sean, he's, this is really for you because we're not really bothered. How will contracts be dealt with in regards to players returning from respective loan clubs? As it looks like our season will be prolonged, can we use the likes of Dean Garner and Cullen as they're due to return? Well, it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, at the moment, the Premier League's position and, and the EFL's position is that all contracts will end on the 30th of June and that's that's common practice and they want the, the leagues to be finished by the 30th of June. Um, they haven't dictated what happens with players' contracts if they run beyond the 30th of June, but one would think their contracts will be extended, uh, the season will be extended um, and, and therefore they will be able to play for the clubs that they were loaned to but I mean people are making up as they go along so I don't I don't know if there's any uh, definite answer to that at the moment the position is they want everything finished by the 30th of June so this problem doesn't come up okay right thanks for that I pathetically says Alex Montague sort of the same question as um Ziggy Stardust, but he said, if heaven forbid West Ham were to liquidate or become West Ham Red Bull, uh, which Premier League or Championship other team would you then switch to? Would you switch to a team? I wouldn't. I would stick with me Corinthians locally and that'd be it. Yeah, probably. If I was, it would be lower down than that. If I had to choose, maybe Brentford. I would probably support the Tanners. Tanners? My local Leather. team. Yeah. Oh, They're not in the Premier League or the Championship, though. No. Well, you see, he said he said the Premier League or other team, didn't he? He did say that, yes. Well, oh, other team. Thing. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll... So I'll go for the Tanners. Uh, I would probably go to Averley. I've been a few times this season. 
And it is rather good football down there, isn't it, people? In the non-league. Uh, Christopher Kinch. One of the things about the last week is that it makes you appreciate things we normally take for granted. As West Ham fans, we love a good moan. And let's be honest, we can be quite negative. Not on this show. We're not. Dear, oh dear, Chrissy Kinch. <laughs> uh, so his question would be, what things about West Ham do you appreciate the most and would miss the most if West Ham ceased to be? Popcorn? Yeah, pick a mix. I don't know. I think for, I think for us, we've kind of already not really been through that. You know, the thing you've agreed most... already, haven't you, boys? Yeah, yeah we've kind of stepped away. I mean, what? kept me going for the more years than I, I should have kept going for was was the you know the good days out sport by a game of football because it was always nice to meet up with people from the areas and all the people we got to know at football a few beers and a and a laugh but yeah you know the football was never the driving force for it in the end because the football was always pretty poor yeah it's it's the people isn't it it's the people it's the people. The people. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's what... I, I mean, the reason I go West Ham still um, is because I enjoy the social side of it now, where before I never partook in the social side. So um, I think that I would... It's probably the one good thing to come out of the move for me. Mm. Um, the, the friends that I made because of fighting the move and then over the move and even sitting on the SAB with dickheads, you know, become <laughs> friends with them, don't you? <laughs> so. Yeah, he has that effect. Yes. Um, Nick Harvey says, Evening all. Do we care if the season is cancelled or should it be finished at all costs, even if that's months away? Uh, and he says he's not actually missing football at the moment. But Antonio on FIFA did make him laugh. He's exactly like the real Antonio. Can't tackle, pass or shoot on target. Uh, he says, stay safe. And of course, Brady outs. Brady outs. So, do you care if the season's cancelled or not? Or should not it be really. finished at all costs? I don't. Yeah, I don't care. It <laughs> bother me. I mean, because if it gets cancelled, then we just go again. But I'm sure it bothers quite a few other teams, especially yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Does it bother mm, you, Seanan? Yeah. No? No. Well, it, I mean, I prefer it to be cancelled because then we're safe. I, I just think that, um, you know, it would be unfair if it's played behind closed doors or neutral grounds or with some players sick or some players in isolation. It's sort of, this is an important thing to decide who goes up or who goes down. And therefore it's decided when we're not past the outbreak in a sort of fake way, um, you know, you might as well do the pools panel or predict a league because it's not really football. Yeah, but no so, one would have yeah. predicted Watford free Liverpool nil, Sean, and that's why you can't no, do it. Ag- ag- agreed. And, and that's why, but I don't think if, if some people are in isolation and some players are sick, how can you finish the rest of the league without you lose your home advantage? So let's say, it's still a hot spot in London and all games are played in the Midlands or in, I don't know, Manchester or whatever. How, how is that fair either? Because so, it's fair on all teams. But do you Well, no, not if London teams are affected more than, than let's say, in Midlands Green teams. In that's Essex. Do you care, Sean, is the question. But do, do I care? I, I care if West Ham are in the Premier League next season or not, yes. But I don't care if the season is played or not, no. Right. I mean, I care if the season's finished. I think it should be finished at all costs whenever as soon as possible. Uh, hence the article I wrote on West Ham Till I Die last week, where I outlined the three-year plan. Oh, for, do you write for West Ham Till I Die? I do, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I write articles that people read, unlike... <clears throat> anyway. Um, and therefore, that endeth Facebook Twitter question time. Wow. Um, good podcast, guys. So, yeah, good podcast. Well done, everybody. Mm, yeah, predictions. Hour, right? Not much. 
Predictions. Yeah, predictions. <laughs> predictions. When, yeah. when will we'll sign again next week? <laughs> yeah, predictions. When will the Premier uh, season uh, restart, George? Uh, June. John. Uh, July. Nigel. Uh, August. And I'll go with never. So uh, I've been Sean. Uh, George has been. George. Uh, John has been. Happy to be here. Oh. And Nigel has been. Wikipedia free. <laughs> Come on, you Same. irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Another hour of senseless drivel next week. Tune in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 